Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Magic Mindset. This episode is kind of a special episode. It is dropping early, very much on purpose, because when this is airing, it is a few days before Thanksgiving. But if you are listening to this after Thanksgiving, don't tune out yet, because what we are going to talk about is not specific to this holiday. These concepts can be applied to any holiday, any vacation, any situation where you are going to find yourself in an environment where you have the opportunity to be very indulgent and you want to be indulgent. You want to enjoy your time. You want to be a little bit decadent. You want to have the food. You want to have the drinks. You want to do all of the things. But, and this is the caveat, you want to do so without waking up the next morning feeling like a hot, sack of flaming garbage. (laughs) You do not want to feel like a dumpster fire after the party, the meal, the vacation. You want to still feel good. And so that is what we're going to talk about this episode. It's going to be a really quick one. It's something that I hope you can keep in your back pocket and refer to it whenever needed. And let's set the intention going into this that We are going to throw out rules. We are going to throw out shoulds, coulds, anything to do with eating. And we are just going to embrace the idea that we deserve pleasure. We deserve pleasure at all times. And a way to receive pleasure is food, right? Food is a wonderful way to show ourselves love. It is a wonderful way to reward ourselves. It is a wonderful way to get some dopamine very, very quickly and and a safe way to do so. And so we deserve all of those things. There is no shame ever in what goes on your plate. This is true on a Monday. This is true on a Tuesday. And this is absolutely true on Thanksgiving or New Year's or any, whatever the holiday may be. The one thing that never belongs on your plate is shame or guilt. And so all that to say, let's talk about enjoying your holiday, your vacation, your night, your whatever, having your cake, eating it too, waking up the next day, still feeling good, not like you have a mess to clean up. Before we get into what to do, we're going to start with what not to do. What not to do before any sort of situation like this is deprive yourself. And look, I know the reasoning, right? I am going to be consuming all these calories and so I'm going to be really good Monday through Friday so I can earn them, save them up. And in theory, that kind of works, right? But does it work in reality? Um, uh, fuck no, it doesn't. It just means that you end up overeating and making up for those mixed up calories. And so instead of saying, I'm going to deprive, I'm going to be really good, I'm not going to have any carbs, I'm not going to have any fat – Instead, what I want you to focus on doing is, and again, this is true for any holiday, any event, any party, any vacation. Vacations are a big one. I have a whole module in my Magic Mindset program dedicated to vacations because this is something I see so many women fuck themselves up with is the getting ready for a vacation trap. And it is a fucking trap because it fucks you up every single time. You do all this. You do the most. (laughs) You do the most. You eat the least. 
you get to vacation, you put on your bikini, you put on your swimsuit, you put on your pants, you feel good or you feel decent, you feel better than when you started. And then by day two, you feel like a bloated mess because you have ingested everything that you have kept away from yourself for the past few weeks and you end up feeling so much worse than when you started before you started your vacation diet in the first place. Don't do that. Instead of thinking about what you should not be having or what you should avoid, think about how you can best support yourself and take care of yourself. Think about how you can nourish yourself the best from now until the event. And let's just pause right here so I don't stop and specify every single time. Vacation, party, planning, wedding, holiday, Thanksgiving. We're just going to call it the event from here until the end of this episode. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. It's been established. And so what I want you to do is think about all the nutrients, all the ways that you can feed yourself in such a nourishing way from now into the event to allow you to get to the event feeling completely amazing, glowing, not bloated, feeling just good in your body. And so what that is going to look like for the vast majority of people is going to mean focusing on getting plenty of fiber, right? Because you don't want to be bloated, which is going to require you to go to the bathroom regularly, which is going to be very much helped out by having plenty of fiber in your diet. So things keep moving right along. (laughs) That's really important. And when I say fiber, I want to specify, I don't mean go out and buy fiber one bars or cereals fortified with fiber. They're not bad by any means. I'm not telling you not to have those things, but I am telling you don't rely on them for the bulk of your fiber. I would love for you, you know, IBS issues taken out of this equation, I would love for the vast majority of you to try to get your fiber needs met by eating fruits and vegetables. And if you're somebody who suffers from gastrological distress when you eat fruits and vegetables, I want you to do a few things. First, and I'm not being a dick when I say this, I am saying this with love and with kindness and from a place of I've worked with a lot of fucking people at this point. I've had the honor to help a lot of women figure out their diets and almost all of them, like I don't have an exact percentage, I'm not keeping an Excel sheet after my meetings, but let's say that a hundred of them say I can't eat vegetables because, you know, then it, it messes up my gut. This is what's happening really with 97 of those 100 women because it is this common. They are first and foremost, they are just not used to them, right? Our bodies don't know how to react to things that we are not used to. And so if you are starting in a place, and again, I'm saying this with love. There's no shame in any of this because we've all been there, right? But if you're starting from a place where you're just regularly not eating vegetables and then you start eating vegetables, yeah, your body's going to be like, what the fuck is this fucking branch, <laughs> this tree <laughs> this bitch is chewing on right now? I don't know what to do with all this. And so yeah, you might experience some gas, some bloating, some diarrhea as a result of that. And so what you do is you start from a place of honesty. How much vegetables and fruits are you consuming right now? If it is a very minimal number, then let's just start with working in vegetables one meal a day. Not all of them, one meal a day. And see how your body responds. And then from there, work up and add in until you're getting them in ideally all meals a day. And again, 
you know, I talk about this a lot in my Magic Mindset program. I never want to say all meals. We are not speaking in absolutes here. We do not aim for perfection. We're going to say, all right, 21 meals in the week because three meals a day, seven days a week, that math checks out. If I am eating vegetables at anywhere between 17 to 19 of those meals, I'm doing pretty fucking good, right? And the other ones can be pizza and it's going to be fine, right? So when I say all meals, take it with a grain of salt. What I mean is most meals have whatever allows you to feel your best, whole different topic that we could go down into if you're struggling with that by the Magic Mindset program. It's really cheap and it's going to help you a lot with that. But anyway, think about that. If, if you're having gastrological distress, start small. The other thing is, and again, I'm not being flippant. I am not being rude. I am saying this with love. I am saying this with kindness. I want you to chew. I want you to actually really chew your vegetables. We have been conditioned to eat quickly, right? We're eating at work. We're eating in the morning as we rush on the way to work. We're eating in between calls. We're eating in between meetings. We're eating in front of a TV and not really paying attention. So we are just eating without being really intentional about what we're doing, which means we're not chewing enough. And so when you are eating vegetables and fruits, and this is true for protein too, it's true for all foods really to help your gut. But Chewing fully makes a world of difference in how your body is able to process, break down, and absorb the nutrients that you are eating. Your mouth is the first part of your digestive system. The more you chew, the more work you do breaking down the food before you swallow it and it gets to your stomach, the better off you're going to be, the less bloating you're going to have, the less gas you're going to have, the less gastrological distress that you, uh, I'm sorry, distress you are going to have. And so, you know, both of those things will do wonders. Baby step your way into eating more vegetables and chew your food thoroughly. Chew it more than you think you need to chew it. Count your chewing, right? Like 10, I'm sorry, 20 to 25 chews per bite, which is going to feel probably longer than what you're used to doing. But I am telling you, doing that will do a wonder in how your body processes the foods and how you feel after. It's going to take that little blow belly you get after your meals. It's going to really, really minimize that. And I'm speaking from experience here, right? I'm not pulling shit out of my ass. This really, really works. I got the receipts to prove it, (laughs) okay? So make sure you are honoring yourself and getting in plenty of vegetables. And then from there, also, make sure you're getting in plenty of protein. These Events tend to be heavy in carbohydrates and fat. That's not bad. I'm not saying that's bad at all. But we tend to go towards more sugary, you know, think carby, things like that at these type of things. And so what we are lacking is protein. And so you just want to make sure that you're covering your basis and getting in plenty of protein before this is happening. So all that to say, we're not going to focus on depriving. We are going to focus on nourishing, making sure that you are getting in plenty of fiber, plenty of protein, and plenty of water, staying really, really well hydrated. That is going to allow you to feel really good going into these events and, more importantly, not deprived. Because what happens when you deprive yourself? You end up wanting to eat all those things that you have just taken away from yourself. We know this. There's studies behind it. There's so much research to prove that. When we tell ourselves that we cannot have a certain type of nutrient, usually that is carbs. When we say I can't have any carbs, what do we want? Nothing but fucking carbs. Don't do that to yourself. Do not say I am not having this that, whatever. You are taking nothing away from yourself before these events. Instead, what you are going to do is focus on nourishing yourself fully, making sure that all your nutritional needs are being met, being really, really intentional about getting enough veggies on your plate, getting enough protein on your plate, 
Yes, absolutely. Sticking to more natural forms of carbohydrates for the majority of your meals to make sure that, you know, your body is able to well process them to make sure they're not going to cause any bloating. And because you love yourself and you know processed carbohydrates tend to cause more cravings and that's not something you want to deal with. So again, listen to me. I'm not saying remove them. I'm saying focus on natural, right? There's a big difference there. Let's focus on eating more things like fruits and potatoes just because that is going to allow you to feel your best. It's going to allow you to stay satiated and it's also going to make your job easier in regulating your cravings. And so big number one of not to do is do not deprive yourself before these things. Instead, make sure that you are completely nourished. The other thing I don't want to see you do is a fuck ton of cardio. Don't. Don't do that. I, I see this all the time. I did this. Lord knows I did this. I would always up my cardio. I can't tell you how many times. It's been years since I've picked up like a Cosmopolitan or a Shape magazine or any of those things. I can't tell you how many times I would. And God, I'm dating myself here. I'm probably looking back like almost 15, maybe even 20 years at this point, but would read those magazines and it'd be like, how to drop five pounds before Friday. And it would lay out like the diet and it would always be like, and add in an order of cardio every single day. Um, No. <laughs> That's as stupid advice as the voice I just made. <laughs> those things are equally stupid. Do not do that. I'm not saying not to do cardio. If you do cardio and you love it and it makes you feel good, that's great. What I'm saying is don't do more. Instead, just like how you're focusing with your food, I want you to use exercise in a way that makes you feel supported and good. And so yes, absolutely lean in to your fitness routine heavily because that is what is going to allow your body to feel its best. But don't be a dick to yourself. My bullshit caller with this is asking myself, if this did not burn calories, would I still be doing it? Yes or no? If the answer is no, then it's a no. We fucking stop. And so I want to gift you that question. Ask yourself when you are moving, and this is true for any time, not just before big events, anytime. Ask yourself, if this did not burn calories, would I still be doing this? If the answer is no, then you really need to really look at what you're doing. It doesn't mean that all the time you're going to just hop off the equipment that you're using. No, it doesn't. This is an incredibly nuanced conversation and there will be times where you kind of have to force your way through things. This is true if you're a beginner, right? If you're very, very new to it, it is going to be different than if you're somebody like me who's been moving on a regular basis for 20 years now. And so I, I know my body. I know my bullshit. There's a lot of nuance that goes in here and that we cannot get into in a podcast setting. We just can't. We can get into it in a call, but we absolutely cannot in a podcast setting because we are all so different. But that's a good question to keep in your back pocket because it is going to allow you to create some awareness around what you're doing and if you're just being a dick or not. Like you're going to know if you're being a dick or not. Sometimes you do need to move. That's the kindest thing you can do. But when you're moving at a place of self-hate, that's never good. That is never going to give you a positive result. And so we absolutely do not want to add in punished base movement during these periods. The last thing I want you to focus on before events is, this is going to come in no surprise to you, but your sleep. Sleep is really what's going to help you really regulate your cravings. It's going to help you regulate your hunger. Know when you're actually hungry versus when you're just, you know, experiencing some boredom and you're trying to fill time. It's going to help you use the fuel that you are taking in. It's going to help your body recover. Basically, there is no magic pill. 
but sleep is the closest thing we have to a magic pill. And so I really want you to prioritize your sleep before, you know, at all times of your life, but certainly before any big event because it's what's going to allow you to go into it feeling really, really just aligned, well-rested, and in control of your body. And so that's not that's what we are not doing. You are not dieting. You are not depriving. You are not using exercise as a way to punish yourself and a way to earn calories because that does not fucking work. And you are going to concentrate on sleep. You're not going to just run yourself ragged trying to get yourself ready for these events and deprive yourself of sleep in doing so. That is going to bite you in the ass 100% of the time. And then when we get to these events, this is your only job. You have two responsibilities. The first responsibility is easy. The second responsibility is not so easy. (laughs) Just fair warning. The first responsibility you have to yourself is to fucking enjoy yourself. To enjoy yourself fully. To have what you want to have. To do what you want to do. To really fully embrace whatever moment you are in. That's your first responsibility. I want you to take it very seriously. And your second responsibility is to stay aware. That is not as easy. And it becomes even more challenging if you are going to be drinking, which I know in almost all events and with the vast majority of people, that is what's happening. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I keep saying, I'm going to do an alcohol episode. I'm going to do an alcohol episode. And I just haven't because I know it is such an ostracizing, oh, I butchered that word. (laughs) I know it is such a just polarizing, we'll go with that, that's easier to say, topic. And I know it's a triggering topic. I know it's going to piss some people off. And the last thing I ever want to do in this space is make you mad at me, (laughs) right? I'm human. I don't want you to be mad at me. I don't want you to think I'm talking about you. I don't want you to think I'm calling you out. I'm not. And I know that episode is going to be one of those episodes, but it's one we need to have, right? So really, really quickly, we'll touch on drinking at these things. I always say the disclaimer, I'm not sober. I never want to be fully sober, but I drink probably three to five times a year. I have not been drunk in an altered state and in almost two years now, and it was probably two years before that. Like it's just very rare. There's a lot of reasons behind that. I don't feel like getting into it right now. Anyway, when you, and I'm not telling you to be sober. That is not what I'm saying, unless you have a problem with it. And if you are somebody who just cannot think about going 30 days without drinking, you have a fucking problem with it. Don't shoot the messenger. Like, that's just the truth, right? If you don't have a problem with it, you're going to be okay with not drinking. So again, that's a whole other topic. But it is impossible to stay in your awareness when you are in an altered state, right? That That's, that's very much common sense. And so your job just becomes a little harder because we all know, and that's, to be honest with you, it's why I don't drink. I'm a horrible moderator. I'm all gas, no breaks. It is much easier for me to have zero drinks than it is for me to have one drink. That's just, so I don't do it. I know that about myself. If you are in a similar situation, have that conversation with yourself. Ask yourself what is kinder for you and what is important to you. Almost all the time, the kindest thing I can do for myself and my values and what is important to me in that current moment is to stay in my awareness and to wake up the next day feeling really, really clear, which means I'm not drinking, right? That's just, it is what it is and that's that's fine. And I've also, that has been such a gift to me because I've realized I can have a great time being fully present. I don't need to be in an altered state to have fun or to enjoy myself. And that's really, really powerful. And I hope that you learn that lesson or already know that lesson because being able to have fun in your natural state is just what a gift, right? You shouldn't outgrow that with childhood. That's something that we should have as adults too. So anyway, when you're drinking, be clear 
on how you want to show up for yourself and in that space, right? Set boundaries with yourself. If you want to tie one on, I'm not telling you not to do that. Just own that decision and understand the trade-off that you're making. Understand what that is going to cost you the next day. You're going to feel like a sack of shit, right? But it just is what it is. Take responsibility of that and go into it with that responsibility so you can release that guilt and shame that's going to come with waking up feeling hungover, right? Own it. That's all I'm asking for you to do. Have the awareness of what you are doing. Or if you're saying, I'm just going to have one drink, then have checks and balances in place so you can stick to just that one drink. Like make it easy for yourself because you know it's not going to be easy because you're going to be in an altered state, right? And so put some put some intention behind how you are going to navigate the situation if you are drinking. And if you're somebody who struggles with this, maybe call in a trusted friend or loved one or, you know, like in my case, it was my husband. He did this for me in the very beginning when I really struggled with this is I would tell him before we went into a place, like, I only want to have one or two drinks. I want to have one drink. I want to have two. I didn't leave it open because that's a shitty place to put somebody in, right? If I'm saying, well, I'm not sure, then I'm causing a potential problem between me and my husband because he's not sure either then, right? Like, I'm asking him to do decision-making for me, which can open us up to a lot of problems. And so if you are asking somebody else to help hold you accountable, Give them a number. Give them a specific, I'm stopping at one, two, three drinks. So they don't have to like be the bad guy basically. But I would tell John like, look, I only want to have two drinks. Please help me make sure that happens. And he would do so. And he would do so in a loving way. And so, you know, use your people to help you do that. Because if they are really your people, they will help you do that. They won't go, oh yeah, it's fine. No, they'll hold you accountable to who you were, who you want to be. And so, you know, have those kind of checks and balances in mind. I'm already over what I wanted to do and talking about drinking around this because I just don't want to. So we're going to stop right there. But if that's something you struggle with, again, let's let's hop on a call and really come up with some strategies because that's a big one. If you can clean up your issues with substances, you're going to clean up a lot by default. I cannot stress that enough. Anyway, aware. So you're going to enjoy and you're going to stay aware. So that means when you get your plate, when you get your dessert, when you get your whatever, when you're sitting down at the restaurant, when you're going on the vacation, you are going to do your best to stay in the present moment, which is a mindfulness flex, right? That's what we want to do at all times of our life anyway. But we really want to do it in these events because they're special. These are special events. And so now more than ever, we want to be in our awareness just because we want to be in the present moment. And so this is a two-for-one win. Not only are you in the present moment really taking in, you know, the beautifulness of the situation that you're in, your time with your loved one, your time with your friends, like this great environment, but you're also staying in your body. And so when you start to eat and you can fully experience it, you're going to love it, you're going to taste it, you're going to just, you know, do the happy dance when you put your fork down because everything tastes so good. And then when it stops tasting so good, you're going to know that too because it doesn't feel good being stuffed as fuck. It doesn't feel good feeling like you need to unbutton your pants because you're so uncomfortable because you ate so much. Like that does not feel good. It ruins the experience. And so instead, staying aware allows you to fully enjoy that food, which is what you should be doing. But it also allows you to know when that food stops tasting good, right? Because there's going to be that bite. There's a bite. Like the first bite is always the most satisfying. And they just decline from there. With natural whole foods, it's really easy to know when that line is. We know like, yeah, no, I'm done. Like I'm, I'm good here. With sugary, fatty, like more decadent foods, we don't know that as much. 
but it's still there. And when you're aware in your body, you'll be able to find that line. And in doing so, you are giving yourself such an incredible gift. I wish I could tell you that staying aware was easy, but it's not at first. And I don't say that to like speak negativity into your plans because that is the last thing I ever want to do. I do that because I don't want you to feel saddened or shamed if you go into it with the intention to stay fully aware and you still end up overeating. You're human. It's normal. It is going to happen. And so all I am asking you to do is, again, have a great time, enjoy the shit out of whatever moment you are in, and do your best to stay present and aware with it. And when you find yourself moving away from that awareness, because you'll know, and maybe what signals you is your belly just feeling like it's so fucking full it's going to burst, just come back into that moment and remind yourself, okay, so probably the last thing I need is not another corn muffin. <laughs> don't allow yourself to go into the case of the fuckets and just say, well, I'm here, so I might as well. Don't do that. Absolutely do not do that. Allow yourself to enjoy it. And when you are done enjoying it, be done enjoying it. If you find yourself feeling overly full, don't slash the other tires, right? Figuratively speaking. Like if you pop a tire, you wouldn't break the other four. So if you find yourself feeling very full, don't walk around. I said other four. There's not five tires on a car. (laughs) Other three. If you're feeling very full, don't just say, well, fuck it. I'm just going to keep going. No, no, no. The leftovers are going to be there tomorrow, chick. Like you know that, right? Enjoy the moment that you are in. Do not make it any worse. And you can come back to it later. So I'm going to tie it up here because my stomach is grumbling. If you've heard what sounded like thunder rolling through this podcast, there is not. At least I don't think there is when you're listening to this, a storm rolling in. It was just my belly. (laughs) I hope this episode helped. We will be back to the regular schedule next week. It will be the 1st of December. I just absolutely cannot believe that. And again, you know, my intention for December is just to provide you with materials to help you feel amazing into the new year. I'm, when this airs, going to be recording this probably, depending on when I get my period, because I just can't think when I get my period, um, TMI, but it's the truth. So anyway, depending on when that happens, I'll probably be recording those episodes somewhere in between like the 25th through the 29th. So do me a favor and get a hold of me before then if there's something you want to talk about and I will make sure we talk about it. It's a promise. (laughs) So I hope this helps. I hope you have an amazing, an amazing, an amazing holiday. And I hope you know, you know, in this season of gratitude, I am extraordinarily grateful for you, for you sharing your time with me, for you giving me your attention for, you know, the duration of these podcasts. It means the world to me. Thank you so much, and I wish you nothing but blessings this week and every week, and I just hope you have a really beautiful, beautiful time with your loved ones, enjoying really, really amazing food, just happy dances all around when you put that fork into your mouth. Just soak it all in. Soak it all up. There's never, ever, ever any room or need for shame or guilt on your plate. You deserve pleasure from food at all times. I hope you know that. I hope you fully enjoy it. I hope you fully embody it. And I hope you have just a wonderful holiday. I will see you back next week.